holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! I have uh, three daughters. Okay, okay. And um, I believe fatherhood is uh, probably the second best job I've ever had. Woo! Second best job. Being a husband is number one. Stay fly. Stay You're listening to the Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay fly. Stay fly. Stay fly. We're going to talk to some great fathers about four challenges they've had as fathers and four triumphs they've had as fathers. And today we have with us financial wizard, Mr. Money Banks, the man with the plan, the man with the financial plan. (laughs) Served his time in the military. Thanks for your service, good brother. Ladies and gentlemen, a uh, strong man of God. My mentor, Mr. John Epting. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen. Get it on. Let's get it. All right, Thank J.E. You. in the house. <laughs> All right, I'm, so... I'm uh, a little nervous here. <laughs> hey, look, man. I, I really look up to this dude, Polo. I really look up to this dude. Um, been in his mitts for years, man. And uh, every time I'm around him, I learn something. So let's get right into it, man. John... Why, uh, you know that I came to talk to you today about fatherhood and four challenges that you've experienced and four triumphs you've experienced. Tell us about your fatherhood experience, man. Uh, how many children have you fathered? Uh, well, <laughs> of my own. Yes. Um, of my own, I have uh, three daughters. Okay, okay. And um, I believe fatherhood is uh, probably the second best job I've ever had. Woo! Second best job. Being a husband is number one. Ashe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, three daughters, what are the ages? Well, I have a 20 year old. Okay. Okay. Uh, she's in college now. I have a nine year old that we get to homeschool. Hmm. Uh, thanks to God's grace. And also, we have a five year old who's no longer with us. She's in heaven now. But right. uh, I That's had the opportunity to father her for five years. So That's a blessing. All right. Oh, All right. Great blessing. All right. So, in talking, you said, you said that. Uh, challenges you know one of the challenges that you face as a father and that we all face as fathers is um being true to our word uh um you also mentioned that placing priorities is a challenge Mm -hmm. um being an example is a challenge Mm -hmm. and combating the culture is a challenge when we start with combating the culture all right (laughs) i know you're somehow i knew you were gonna start with that one most controversial part yes sir let's go with it go with no problem well and uh we live in a we live in a world today that that people most people do say one thing do another. Uh, we say we have moral fiber, but we do not. Uh, you could tell by their actions, and I have to I can't take all the credit really for uh, for how I've been able to overcome that challenge as a father. First of all, I've, um, I gave my life to Christ in two thousand one. Uh, and actually, 2001 ended up being one of the best years of my life, probably the second best year of my life. I sure. Uh, I, I got involved in financial services. I, I married my beautiful wife, Yabby, and I gave my life to Christ. So uh, I, I, I think I had a, you know, my goodness, I, I, I knocked it out of the park in 2001. <laughs> and through uh, my relationship with Christ and me 
Now, let me back up a little bit. I grew up, I'm the oldest of nine children. And you grew up in Chi-Town, right? Uh, most, most uh, first 16 years of my life in Chicago. And then uh, we moved to North Platte, Nebraska. Uh, yes, there's black people in Nebraska. Uh, I, I, just in that case was you, the question. I know. That was the question. Let me go ahead and clear it. Uh, but my parents uh, raised uh, nine incredible children. Nine. Uh, nine. Yeah. Uh, actually, eight while I was in the house, and after I left, they decided to have another one. Uh, so, which is interesting, but uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of my brothers and sisters. So one of the things that will probably uh, is the best things that one of the best things that happened in our family is one we had two God fearing parents who were searching early in their in their marriage, trying to figure out you know the truth. Okay. okay. And then uh, and then them moving us out of the inner city. That was probably that probably helped us a great deal. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, because I look at my brothers and sisters now, they're just incredible people. They're they're the type of people who you want to be around, and uh, when you're around them, they challenge you. Like when you're around them, you you think to yourself, "Man, I gotta up my game. <laughs> Man, I need to be better." So is that where the challenging the culture bent comes from? That experience it, it comes from that from that experience because our parents uh, didn't really shelter us, but they educated us through the process. So as things came up, we were, you know, we they they sat us down and had some really real conversations. Hmm, hmm. Um, but you, I grew up. I was born in '71. So you're talking about a guy who grew up in '70s and '80s. Well, the '90s, the 2000s, and 2010 on, bit different. It really is. True, bit different. True. true Let true. me ask you a question, man. We're talking about overcoming the culture. You mm-hmm. sound like a very articulate gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least <laughs> How how do you counteract Because you know It's not cool to talk right In, in, in our genre My age bracket mm-hmm. And younger okay. How do you pass that off To, to your children And for, for other young men Well It's um, cool to be articulate You know I had a, I, My mom is This superhero of mine And uh, not that dad isn't He, he is too But I, I believe Both of my parents Are superheroes First of all How you raise nine kids On one income Applause you know, question figure that out you know <laughs> but you know when i when i think of me speaking correctly first of all you coming in on the middle of the movie i didn't always speak and i know how to revert back to if i need to it depends on where i am what am i doing but i've had great mentors in my life and uh and most people are looking for somebody to grab them and mentor them when the facts are you have to seek out mentors if you want to learn something you don't the library doesn't come to you you got to go to the library so i sought out certain men that i watched before i sought them out uh and you can tell somebody's a good father not by what they say but the result so you look at the children and you look at how they operate right and uh, and especially when they're consistent in other words they're the same at church the grocery store and at home mm. with that child you might be on to something here mm-hmm. so i have some men like that in my life who've, who've mentored me over a number of years and uh, and sometimes when they were mentoring someone else i picked up on what they were saying Ooh, ooh, ooh. So it tells me I was in the room for a reason. Right. Uh, I, I can name some people uh, Deacon Don McWerther, uh, uh, Carlton McLeod, Dennis Meeks. Um, There's numerous, numerous got Daryl Moore, uh, Derek Collier, Joey Colasito, Bob Lanya. 
of course my dad uh, I can name I could keep going as far as men who've inspired me as fathers mm-hmm. so when it comes to speaking properly one of my mentors right his name is Mickey Wynn he taught me years ago you'll never out earn your image mm. Ooh. Mm. you'll never out earn your image so it depends on the, the the area of expertise you're trying to operate in will tell you how you should talk or whatever. I believe you should speak proper. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, of course, I'm not even speaking proper. But, <laughs> but I do my best. And that came from me becoming a voracious reader. I, I, I hate reading. Mm-hmm. Let me, Because you got audience members who hate reading like me. Yeah. Okay. I hate reading with a passion. Hmm. But I love the man I become from the reading. Ooh. Ooh. So I do it anyway. And is that how, is that one of the ways you challenge the culture by mentoring and by forcing ourselves to do things that improve ourselves? Absolutely. Um, I don't, success is uncommon. Uh, uh, matter of fact, um, Tony Dungy wrote this in his book, uh, Great Man of God. Uh, he said, he wrote this in his book. He said, success is uncommon, therefore it shouldn't be enjoyed by the common man. You have to you have to step outside yourself and be something bigger than you if you want to be big. Mm. So you know sometimes we think too small. I mm, I You know. All right. Now you mentioned that countering the the, the culture yes. uh, was one of the big things, and that's yeah. what I really enjoyed. Mm. But you also said being consistent. <laughs> being consistent. Why is that uh, a challenge as a father? Or how has well, it been a challenge as a father for you? Let me give you. <laughs> I used to be this tough guy. Okay. Uh, some people thought I was anyway. Uh, and, and growing up, I thought I wanted boys, but I understand why God gave me girls. Hmm. He needed to soften me. He needed He needed me in a different position, especially for the call he had on me and the things I get to do in the community, the people I have to associate myself with. So I have these girls now. And being consistent, let me just talk about a small one. My nine-year-old, we we are Starbucks and Skinny Dip fans. <laughs> Okay Being consistent I kind of have a rule That she can't have A Starbucks anything After 4pm But she's gorgeous And she's my princess And if we drive by A Starbucks And it's 425 It's a struggle To say no That's being consistent In a small sense But being consistent In another sense Is reading the word With her Consistently so it's not a once in a lifetime thing It's a consistent thing She's a, She expects it Opening her door for her Carrying her bags I'm just talking about my daughters Right, 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 right. I do it for my wife as well But, <laughs> but, it, but you know, I'm, I am a man I am a human Sometimes I don't want to open that door I don't want to walk all the way over there I'm just being honest, if yeah, you, you know, right. if I can. Yeah, please. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, some, sometimes I, I want to, you know, uh, sit back and watch a show or something, right? But in being a father, what I understood, what I understand now, probably more than I ever have, is my children really aren't mine. Mm-hmm. They're God's. I'm merely a steward of them. Mm. I'll give you an example. I have an iPad in my car now, right? Or I, I give you my note three sitting on my hip here and I let you hold it for a month and because it's your because it's mine I got a funny feeling you'll kind of take care of it you'll you'll make sure it doesn't get broken you won't let it fall on the floor or anything like that okay right 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 okay when I come back to get it you can't be upset can you Ooh. 
Oh, I'm speaking in reference to the loss of my daughter. Uh, a lot of people got shocked. Uh, 2012, March 30th, the Lord decided that it was time for her to come home. I said home because this isn't her home. Right, right. That's right. her home, and I was just a steward of her. That's heavy, brother. That, that, so that's I heavy. couldn't be upset when he took his child back. You couldn't be upset? No. You didn't. Man, I. Now, you coming in on the middle of the movie, I had to mature. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You see why he's my mentor, right? I see, man. It, it, it's better to light a candle than to curse the darkness, man. Mm. Feel me? Yeah, I get That's Earth, Wind, and Fire, right? Nah. <laughs> education, my brother. ASAP Rocky, right? <laughs> You guys. All right, all right, all right, all right. So back, back to John. Um, yeah. That, that's a that's that's. Whew. All right. So tell me the beginning of the movie. If that's the the middle of the movie. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I had my first child in 1994. We don't have the greatest relationship. She's uh, now 20 years old. She's at Virginia Union. Um. My first seven years in the Navy, when I had her, I was out to sea a lot. I was gone a lot. And we, we didn't know each other. Okay. And, and through the, the divorce of my first divorce, uh, first and last divorce, through my first marriage, uh, things did not, you know, didn't pan out right. And, you, you know, there's some challenges in that. I take full responsibility for that because I understand that uh, first rule of leadership, everything is your fault. <laughs> and you can't change anything you don't take responsibility for. Okay. If you don't take responsibility for it, then it's still in somebody else's hands, and technically mm. you're still a slave. And too many people died for me to be free, so I decided I'm gonna be free. I say, I say. So through that relationship, things did not, you know, pan out as as well. But also, John was not walking with Christ. And um, I'm probably gonna offend some of your listeners here. No, uh, no, no, no. But I'm gonna no, go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and say what I gotta say because you invited me. I All didn't right. call you. All right. Uh, a real man loves God. Yes. Until then, you're a boy. Mm. You're just perpetrating a fraud. Yes. Mm. So, in, in in 2001, when I gave my life to Christ, I looked back at all the things I did wrong as a father by not leading her and not leading my ex-wife at that time. And John needed to man up. Mm. And then I got hooked up with some... Uh, Great teaching, as I said, great men of God who used to say stuff just off the cuff. Uh, I have a friend of mine and his brother-in-law, Deacon Don McWorther. Uh, he would say stuff to his brother-in-law, and I just happened to be in the room and I would catch it. Mm. And I'll give you a couple of them. He used to say stuff like, if my daughter came home with a man just like me, would I be pleased with the outcome? <laughs> if my son grew up to be just like me, would I be pleased with the outcome? My son, right? Right. So he said, if the answer's no, right, then I got to change me, right? Because I'm the only person I can change. Hmm. So, and and if you think about it, as I have a daughters, right, right, my right. daughters are going to subconsciously look for a man like me. They don't even know they're doing it because I'm the only example they know of a man. Exactly. Exactly. So good or bad, they're gonna look for a man like me. Right. That's a scary deal, man. The, bro the brother mentioned uh, about possibly offending, you know, our listeners. Uh, one thing about fatherhood that you mentioned, I'm glad you mentioned it, is is you know exposing the children to God. And what I find out is that a lot of gentlemen and women, I, my age and younger, okay, mm -hmm. they want that relationship with God. They believe that it's possible. But they don't have any examples of strong leadership, whether it be from a pastor or from a father. 
mm-hmm. and it makes them not trust in something that you gotta have faith in. Think about it. If I don't even have you right here in front of me, mm-hmm. how can you expect me to believe in something that you ask me I can't see? I hear you. Feel you know what I'm saying? And, and on behalf of great fathers everywhere, I, I apologize. <laughs> right? Whoa. Um, Yo, that's deep. That we'll, is. Uh, that's deep. That's deep. I, I promise you, I'm, I'm making... I'm making some changes to make okay. make that more available to more Thank people. You, sir. Thank you. I say, I say. And I'm going to just start with me. That's okay. What we gotta okay. Do. okay. 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 So one person at a time. All right, so it's, we, a lo- it's this thing that most people think uh, one person can't make a difference, and that's totally false. I agree. I'll make a difference for that one. I agree. True. True. Okay. Um, well, we talked about we actually talked about three of the challenges. <laughs> we talked about staying mm-hmm. on point. We talked about. Um, Challenging the culture. Yeah. Uh, the sneak attack is you talked about how to handle the the uh, the ancestorship of one of your daughters. One of your one of you know being a stupid. I can't even. I can't. It's just so heavy on my heart. Um, what are some of the things you're proud of? Let's round up with some of the things that you're really proud of as a father, John. Um, I'm proud that I have the men in my life that challenge me to be a better father. Hmm. I'm, I'm proud that. Um, I'm proud that I submit myself to accountability, that these men can ask me anything in reference to my fatherhood, my marriage, my money, and I will answer them truthfully because I know they love me and they're looking to see me do better. Hmm. See, your mentor, your friends love you for who you are. Your mentor love you too much to leave you the way you are. <laughs> so these men, he I'm, got a I'm bomb so, sound. He man, just dropped he, the bomb. No, he man. got all. He got, Give him a bomb. All the, all the, uh, <laughs> the jewels. The one liners, man. <laughs> motivated over here. Keep going uh, with John. I feel like well, conquering the world now, bro. Uh, <laughs> and you can, I you should. can, and and your ancestry should be able to do so after you. Um, I, I'm proud of that. I'm proud that um, I am involved. You know, um, I'm a big sports guy. I used to play basketball. I was a point guard. And, um, you know, years ago when I when I became a Christian, I, I actually it was even before I became a Christian, uh, something dawned on me after a Lakers game. Now, I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a Bulls fan. I'm originally from Chicago, so I don't I don't button? really have a choice. That's the boo button? Yeah. yeah. It, right, it could be a right. boo. I understand. Uh, <laughs> I but like, but like, here here's the deal. I, I realized one day. And this goes back to those priorities. Okay. Guys, you can't watch sports all the time when you're trying to raise children. Hmm. I'm not, I no longer watch sports. I can't tell you who played for who. Back in the day, I could tell you everybody's stats. I could tell you what they ate for breakfast on Thursday. <laughs> but today, I realized two things. One, the Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance to his, his children's children. 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 So if I'm going to do that, that's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Second thing I learned is my time is currency. Mm. So you better ask yourself how you spending it. <laughs> All right? There's a movie out by in just with Justin Timberlake. It was actually on today. I saw it in passing called In Time. And these people, they you literally bought a cup of coffee with a couple of hours or something like that. All right? Can you imagine what your life would be like and how you would operate? If time was the currency 
Mm. You wouldn't procrastinate as much, huh? Sure would. So I don't watch much sports anymore. If I'm not building my business or mentoring someone or sitting down going over the word of God with a young man whose wife just left him and cheated on him and, and I'm trying to get him to see that, hey, you know, you can get through this. Right, 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 right. If I'm not sitting down doing those things, I'm with my wife and I'm with my daughter. Real quick, you mentioned you're yeah. from Chicago, man. We mm-hmm. know about the violence that's plaguing the city. What do you think yeah. is the answer uh, to that epidemic? You want me to tell you the answer to that epidemic? Yes, sir, I do. Our listeners need it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> we need some theme music whenever he talks, right? Fathers. Okay. Ooh. All right. Here's the facts. All everything rises and falls on, on leadership. leadership. Mm. So if I could get <laughs> men to just stand up and take their rightful place, stop listening to the women and the sexist movement and all of this little city silly stuff. God designed us for a reason. Our shoulders are broad for a reason oh, so-, so we can take on the world. I promise you, if I can gather up enough of my brothers and sisters in Christ, but especially the brothers, to just bear arms, pick up your cross, follow me, I promise you I will turn this world around. Indeed. But it's got to start with fathers. Got to start with fathers. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right. uh, Yo, this is... uh Man, I don't know what to say, bro. I'm motivated, though. You motivated? Motivated. Let's go do something big, man. Let's do it. Do it we big. are doing something big. We here. Well, yeah. I tell you what. Just having this gentleman on, we just accomplished something that's larger than we don't even understand. So, John, I want to thank you for coming out, sharing your story. No problem. Uh, it was touching. It was motivating. It was uplifting. Um, watching this man stand in front of a group of people and say that I am, because of Christ able to withstand the loss of my child and stand up as a shining example of how you can keep moving on mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing but man that was like a, okay. it, was, it was a pivotal moment in my life and I remember so, you were there yeah um, I know that whatever we're shouldering whatever the problems are if we can father if we can be the leaders that he talks about it's, it's going to change so John God bless you God uh, bless the you. ancestors are smiling on you brother <laughs> It's smiling on you, What is you, that brother. word that you keep saying? I say it means let mean? it be. Means let it be. Thank you, my brother. I say All right, ladies and gentlemen, Daddy Man Radio, we're all about fathers, talking about the pivotal and defining moments of fatherhood. Today we had John Epting, Chirac Zone, Chi-Town Zone, now a financial provider. Thank you, brother. Have a great day. No problem. Thank you, man. Stay fly. 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 Stay fly.